Hi, and welcome to another edition of Talk to the Experts. I'm David Curtin, getting closer and closer to that uh, seeding season. And it's time to keep talking about how we can make your, your seeding and your growing season that much more successful and profitable. How do you do it? Well, by listening to the great experts at AgriCity. As a matter of fact, today we've got Tyler Gullen on the, on the show. Tyler is the agronomy manager for AgriCity Crop and Nutrition. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? I'm great, and yourself? I'm great. I, I, I gave them your title. Now tell me what you actually do at AgriCity. Yeah, you bet. So I oversee the technical training and support for AgriCity sales staff as well as our farmer customers. So uh, you know, over the winter, I spend a lot of my time talking to sales reps and customers and helping find the best products to fit their individual farm. Uh, and then the summer, I work a lot with our customers and, and our other agronomists to make sure that you know everyone has a smooth experience with their products in terms of mixing instructions and application rates and things like that. Uh, and then I also oversee our research and development department that we have to you know, help bring, uh, develop and bring innovative new solutions to our customers, really help them grow the best crops they can affordably. Well, Tyler, today we're going to talk about uh, glyphosate-resistant weeds. So let's start by, well, basically telling us what are glyphosate-resistant weeds? Yeah, there's really been a steady increase in the number of glyphosate-resistant weeds across the globe in the last few years, and you know, which definitely has the potential to disrupt the way that the majority of farmers are managing their crops right now. Um, you know, we're up over 50 weed species worldwide with confirmed populations resistant to glyphosates, and we mostly hear about the weeds like those in the southern states, uh, Palmer amaranth, um, you know, or things like ryegrass in Australia, both of which are really causing havoc. But you know, there have been some other scary ones pop up. So you know, for example, they recently confirmed glyphosate-resistant wild oats in Australia, which would obviously be a huge headache if we developed that in Western Canada as well. Um, and then, you know, also glyphosate resistant Russian thistle has been found as far north as Montana too. So, you know, that's something definitely to keep an eye on, but, uh, um, you know, currently, I guess, you know, fortunately, depending how you want to look at it, uh, there, there are, you know, uh, um, you know, just a small number of glyphosate resistant weeds in Canada, like, you know, Canada fleabane, water hemp and giant ragweed. But the ones we really fight with here in Western Canada tend to be kochia and volunteer canola. All right, well, let's talk about kochia then. What, what is it that makes kochia uh, such a problem weed? Yeah, there's a few things that make it a really tough to control. Um, it tends to be really hardy plants that can grow under really tough conditions, you know, saline areas and, and even in drought conditions. And it gets really tough to control chemically once it starts to grow past you know, only a few inches tall. So it makes a really tight window for application to control it. Um, but the biggest thing to me that makes it difficult is just how fast and far it moves. You know, it's a tumbleweed um, type weed that really helps uh, to escape plant to move a really long way and spread seeds across fields. And not only that, but a single plant can produce, you know, up to 25,000 seeds per plant. So, you know, that single escape plant in that field can really create a huge headache for the next year. And, uh, you know, not only that, but the genes also move through a pollen flow. Um, so once you do get some of those resistant uh, um, plants, it can really spread that resistance to other plants through the pollen too. So it's, it's really resulted in kochia becoming resistant to a number of herbicides, such as the group twos, uh, dicamba, and you now glyphosate, and, and has spread across most of Western Canada within a really short time frame. You know, the latest Ag Canada resistance survey found glyphosate-resistant kochia in over 50% of the fields that had kochia in it across all three prairie provinces. So, you know, kind of the way to look at that is if you have kochia in your field now, it's, you know, now more than likely not more likely than not um, that some of it is glyphosate resistant. Mm. 
I'm talking with Tyler Gullen, the agronomy manager for uh, AgriCity Crop and Nutrition. You can go to agricity.com or give them a call, 1-844-269-3276. We'll mention that number again uh, in the show as well. So, <laughs> Tyler, kosha sounds like, like quite the enemy. So what options do farmers have to control this weed? Yeah, it is, but there are still a number of options to control kochia. Um, and, you know, so there's really a lot of good reasons now not to rely on glyphosate alone in the spring for weed control. And, and kochia is certainly one of them uh, now that so much is glyphosate resistant. Um, so springtime is a great time to control it. Uh, the majority of kochia tends to germinate really early in the season. Um, so AgriCity has a, a number of effective options to control kochia, such as Pilot, which has the same active ingredients as Corex, um, or else Ammo Extra which has the same active ingredients as Express FX or, or DB878. Uh, so both these products really have a nice shot of dicamba in them, which were, has really been the workhorse for kosha for years to, to complement your glyphosate. Uh, and you know, in the majority of, of kosha areas, these still work really well. Um, you know, unfortunately, there are some areas now dealing with dicamba resistant kosha, you know, the so-called 249 resistant types you hear about. Um, and in this case, you know, these products probably won't be the best option for you. But uh, fortunately, you know, AgriCity has another product called Revenge Herbicide that contains a different uh, herbicide group that is still really effective on these kochia types. Um, you know, so Revenge Herbicide works very well before a variety of crops on its own or else is available with other active ingredients that have a great fit to control other weeds that, you know, any farmer is dealing with, whether that be, you know, volunteer canola, dandelion or, or other problem weeds in the spring. So look for Pilot, uh, Ammo Extra, or Revenge or Herbicide, again at agricity.com. And that does sound great, Tyler. Are there still no options to control kochia uh, in the crop? Yeah, there are. So as I mentioned, we mostly consider the group twos to not be effective anymore just due to how much resistance is out there. Um, but there are herbicides in, in most crops that are still quite effective. So one of the best actives that we still have in cereals is fluoroxapyr, which we've branded at AgriCity as Foxy Herbicide. Uh, and works really well on kochia stills, well as a bunch of other tough weeds, you know, like cleavers and, and some other tough weeds that are, a lot of farmers fight with as well. Um, so, you know, it, it's in a lot of products available in Western Canada, um, just because these tend to be a, a, such a pain point. So, um, you know, we tend to have at AgriCity the same, you know, similar versions of some of the products in the market that really have worked well in the past on kochia, whether that's, uh, you know, Foxy CM, which has the same actives as Prestige, and is very effective on kochia as well as perennial weeds like you know Canada thistle. Um, you know, we also have a product called Aviator, which is the same actives as Pulsar plus Refine Extra. So, you know, not only is there Phloxpyr in there, but also Dicamba, both of which are really sharp on kochia. Uh, but actually, this year AgriCity has launched two new products for 2021 that have really nice high rates of fluoroxapyr and, and were designed really with kochia in mind. So, uh, first of these would be Death Star which has the same active ingredients as Stellar, but just a higher rate of fluoroxapyr, um, or else Foxy RCK, which has the same actives as Barricade, but again, that higher rate of fluoroxapyr. So both Death Star and, and Foxy RCK can be very nice, affordable products for farmers fighting with kochia. Again, you can uh, find all of that at agricity.com. Uh, and, and so that's great for cereals, right, Tyler? Well, what about other crops? 
Yeah, so I guess in, in terms of other crops like canola, you know, the decision what to use would really be based around the herbicide system you're using. You know, obviously, Roundup Ready canola will be a little tricky if you've got glyphosate-resistant kochia in the field. So, you know, in that case, that burn down gets to be especially important. So, you know, the revenge herbicide that I mentioned before can is safe to be used for canola and, and is still really effective on that glyphosate-resistant kochia to, you know, get out of the way before seeding. Um, but if you are really having issues with glyphosate-resistant kochia, then the Liberty Link canola may be a better fit for your canola acres. Um, so revenge definitely is a, a safe as a pre-seed here option as well um, to get under control of that pre-seed timing. And then any of the flushes that come later on, uh, Agricity has Empower Vigor, which is the same active ingredient as Liberty um, and is still really effective on this weed. And it's really nice having that flexibility in Liberty Link canola to do multiple passes to you know, really get any other flushes that do come later in the year. Um, you know, pulses are another crop where there's really limited herbicide options um, since, you know, a lot of the herbicides that uh, we have in Western Canada in, in things like peas rely on group two herbicides. So again, that pre-seed timing is really key to get as much control on the kochia as you can as possible. So revenge herbicide is another great option before pulses, um, you know, to get rid of all that emerged kochia, that pre-seed timing to really get those, those um, weeds under control and let the crop get established. So what other options then, Tyler, are there out there to, to deal with kochia? You know, one good thing about kochia is that the seed is only viable in the soil for a relatively short time. You know, a lot of it won't be viable anymore after two years. So you can really get under control for a couple of years. You can really make a good dent in that seed bank and, you know, help yourself out going forward. So, you know, for a crop like uh, pulses where there really aren't a lot of great uh, in-crop options for kochia, a really good crop rotation can be used to bring down those kochia levels before you get to those pulse years. So, you know, you can take care of the kochia and your, your cereals and your Liberty Link canola. You can really get those cleaned up then for, you know, before your peas or lentils. So, you know, I think as scary as glyphosate-resistant kochia is, there are still options to manage it. And, you know, if you aren't sure if you are dealing with glyphosate-resistant kochia in your farm, uh, there are some organizations that test for resistance. Um, you know, there's even some out there in Canada that use rapid tests to, um, you know, with, with leaves of the plant so you can get those answers in season can really help you make some better decisions on how to manage it. And, you know, some of the commodity groups even offer this to, uh, for free to their members. So definitely look, worth looking into to really know what you're dealing with. Um, but if you want more info about the options you have, you can always call AgriCity at 1-844-269-3276 to talk to uh, an agronomist or a trained sales rep. Tyler Gullen is the agronomy manager for AgriCity Crop and Nutrition, agricity.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about other glyphosate-resistant weeds. I'm David Curtin. You're listening to Talk to the Experts on 980-CJME and 650-CKOM. We are back on Talk to the Experts. I'm David Curtin, uh, talking with Tyler Gullen. Tyler is the agronomy manager for AgriCity Crop and Nutrition. You can always go to agricity.com, give them a call, 1-844-269-3276. We're talking about problem weeds uh, this week on uh, Talk to, to the Experts. Uh, before the break, we talked about a lot about uh, glyphosate-resistant kochia. But Tyler, what other glyphosate-resistant weeds are farmers facing in the field? Yeah, the other major glyphosate-resistant weed that you know, we have in Western Canada right now would be volunteer canola, and it's really been a nuisance in the past, but you know, I think it's just going to continue to get worse now that there's varieties that are tolerant to multiple herbicide traits and, and higher chemical rates in the markets. You know, those are really good options, but you do have the potential to become you know, a bit more of a nuisance. Um, you know, the amount of volunteer canola that we can see really varies year to year depending on conditions, like, you know, the Harvest last fall, fortunately, was really good in a lot of areas. But you know, thinking back to the spring of 2020, 
Um, there's still a lot of swaths of canola out in the field due to the poor harvest conditions of 2019. So, you know, this weed will probably be an issue for the next few years in a lot of areas. You know, the, the canola at the top of the, the soil seed bank tends to only last for a short time, but, um, you know, some research showing that, you know, even if you aren't doing much tillage, um, just seeding can really bury that canola a little deeper where it ends up being persistent for several years. Hmm. So just as uh, we talked about with kochia before the break, let's talk about what options there are out there to control volunteer canola in your cereals. Yeah, when it comes to cereals, it's a great idea to add something to your glyphosate at a pre-seed timing. Um, you know, there's certainly effective options in crop uh, as well. But canola can be so competitive in the spring that it can really knock back cereal yields if you wait to control it with those in-crop applications. So there's lots of good ways to do this. AgriCity has products like Battlefront or Empower Extra, which have the same active ingredients as Prepass or Express, respectively. So these work really well in volunteer canola. You add benefits of activity on weeds like dandelion and, and narrowly foxbeard and some of these other weeds that glyphosate alone can struggle with too. So it can really be a good option to clean up those fields in the spring. Uh, what are some good options then when you uh, go to spray your cereals in crop? Yeah, there's quite a bit out there. So AgriCity has products such as Foxy Pro, which is the same active ingredients as Octane, or Foxy R, which is the same active ingredients as Barricade. And I really like these products for volunteer canola control, as well as some other tough weeds like cleavers out there too. Um, you know, there's other options like Foxy CM, which is the same active ingredients as Prestige. They work really well on volunteer canola as well, but do pick up some other weeds that glyphosate can struggle with, like, you know, Canada thistle and dandelion. So that's a really nice fit for some fields out there. You know, there's definitely lots of good options that AgriCity has, depending on what other weeds you're fighting with. So you can always go to agricity.com or call 1-844-269-3276 to talk to an agronomist or trained sales staff to really find the best option. Tyler Gullen, the uh, agronomy manager for AgriCity uh, Crop uh, and Nutrition. So that, that's it, uh, good for cereals. Let's talk about canola. Is, is it really necessary to uh, remove volunteer canola before a uh, canola crop? Yeah, canola is an interesting one as, you know, kind of your first thought seems like it really wouldn't be that big of a, a deal to get rid of that volunteer canola before a canola mm. crop. But, you know, there is a lot of research out there that suggests that, you know, volunteer canola is actually a big deal in, in canola crops. So... First, it tends to come out earlier in the year than the seeded crop, which you know allows it to get ahead of the rest of the crop and stay there throughout the year, which you know, it's a pain at flowering when you know it can come to you know, get infected with sclerotinia before the crop is ready to be sprayed. But you know, it also is a big pain at maturity. So those early maturing volunteer canola plants, you know, tend to shatter out in the field and the rest of the crop is still drying down which really reduces your yield in that field, um, but also just causes more of a headache in future years, the volunteers out there. So, you know, and even if the maturity, you know, ends up being even um, just with the way the weather conditions are, there's a lot of research that shows that uh, generally you decrease your yield potential in these volunteers compared to certified canola seeds. So the more volunteers you have in the field, taking up that space and those nutrients from the seeded crop, the lower your overall yield would be. So, that's why it's really important to add something to your pre-seed glyphosate to get rid of volunteers for your canola crop. And, you know, even more important now, there are those varieties you talked about that, that do tolerate multiple herbicides like glyphosate and glufosinate. Right. So, so let's get them before seeding. So what uh, pre-seed options are there to uh, control volunteer canola before a canola crop? Yeah, there's some really nice options out there. So AgriCity has a product called Revenge, which is the same active ingredient as AIM. You know, we talked about this earlier as it's really good on resistant kochia as well. Um, but it has really low soil residuals, so it's, it's safe prior to canola as well. Um, you know, it's really nice that, uh, um, you know, it's, it, some other susceptible crops like, uh, you know, lentils and peas, um, you know, are uh, uh, a lot of sensitive to soil herbicides as well. So, but Revenge is very safe before these crops too. 
Um, so, you know, revenge, definitely a nice option, small volunteer canola, but you know, if you're in uh, a year where you end up seeding your canola a little later into the spring, those volunteers are already getting a little larger. Uh, AgriCity has a product called Revenge B, which is the same active ingredients as Conquer. And this works really well on volunteer canola when it gets a little bigger, you know, controls it up to the four leaf stage. Um, so really nice option there. Either of those options will get those volunteers under control, help the canola get off to a great start. And, and you know, obviously in crop with Roundup Ready canola, there's not a lot of options to remove the Roundup Ready volunteers. Um, so, you know, if it works in your farm, it's always nice to rotate between Roundup Ready and Liberty Link systems uh, to really help, you know, manage those volunteers a little easier for the next canola crop. So uh, it's also a really nice, you know, option to rotate herbicide groups in terms of future resistance management. Tyler Gullen is the agronomy manager for AgriCity Crop and Nutrition here on Talk to uh, the Experts. Tyler, I heard you uh, mention their peas in there for pre-seed uh, timing. So what are some options uh, in crop uh, for peas for volunteer canola control? Yeah, for sure. You know, revenge, as I mentioned, definitely nice before seeding peas. Um, but once you get to in-crop, there's some really nice options. You know, AgriCity has a product called Boa Pro, which is the same active ingredients as Viper. Uh, really nice option for controlling volunteer canola and still has a lot of recropping options the following year. So it fits really well into most crop rotations. Um, you know, another really nice option is Ninja, which is the same active ingredients as Odyssey. And, you know, it's good on a lot of weeds, including volunteer canola, although it's so good that, you know, Roundup Ready or, or Liberty Link canola can't be seeded the year after. So it depends a little on, uh, you know, what you normally seed following your peas as to which you might want to choose. Tyler, are there any good strategies in, you know, in general uh, to, to deal with herbicide-resistant weeds and help prevent them uh, happening on our farms? First, I'd say make sure you're always using the full rate to the chemical you're applying. Um, you know, PMRA always ensures that, you know, products are registered or rate provides control of the weeds and the label without excess. So, you know, cutting those rates can actually contribute to developing more resistance on your farm. Um, you know, next really nice to rotate the use of uh, different chemistry modes of action across the farm. So, you know, if you're using a group one uh, for grass control this year, you know, maybe switch to a group two product next mm. year, just to really mix up those groups. Um, you know, you can also extend this out a little bit by rotating between, you know, herbicide systems and your canola, like we talked about, you know, alternating Roundup Ready or Liberty Link varieties. Um, you know, there's so many good genetics out there in both system now. You can usually find a good variety for your area uh, out of either system. So being able to rotate those will really help uh always you know if you can um you know talk about limit the number of applications of a single mode of action an acre um you know so rather than just spraying glyphosate alone precedes you know if you can add something like a, a group 14 like revenge um you know really helps to uh you know kill those plants that could have glyphosate resistance developing um and you'll finally just you know using cultural control methods you can um you know things like tillage um stuff like that can really go a long ways too you know in the case of kosher I talked about really beneficial even to go mow those ditches or you know some of those coach pastures in the fields in july when things slow down a bit mm. you know really do yourself a favor and, and have less of a problem next year well wow, fantastic great information uh, this half hour on on what you can find and uh, you can find it all at agricity.com or simply give them a call and talk to one of their experts at 1-844-269 3276 1-844-269-3276. Tyler Gullen, Agronomy Manager for AgriCity Crop and Nutrition. Have a great rest of your weekend, sir. Yeah, thanks to you as well. I'm David Curtin. You've been listening to Talk to the Experts on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.